Hey, I'm Adario. I'm playing Jason Carter, gunslinger who aims to bring justice to the Mojave Wasteland. Hello, I am Dr. Carl Hoffman. I'll be playing the Brotherhood of Steel initiate, trying to give medicine to these, well, unfortunates. Hi, I am Legacy, and I'll be playing Chanel, the survivor who is really good with cars and really good with explosives. Hi there, I'm Termite. I'm going to be playing Iris Winchester. She's going to be our, uh, our, our roguish type, kind of keeping her distance and solving problems that need solving. And I'm Solomon, and I will be <laughs> the overseer for this evening. The Mojave Wasteland has come a long way in the past decade since the adventures mm -hmm. of the Courier and the Grand Battle at Hoover Dam that saw the NCR and the Brotherhood of Seal push back west at the behest of Mr. House and the Courier who worked for him, and the Legion of Kaisar broken and scattered back east with their leader, having been assassinated by the Courier on his trip across the river. In the 10 years, the Mojave has flourished in some ways and gotten far worse than others. The Great Khans and, the, and some of the followers of the Apocalypse have moved north, leaving most of the drug trade to Freeside. The robots of Mr. House and of Robco Industries as it is, have managed to bring a little more civilization out further beyond the strip, with the original train tracks being laid by the NCR having been repurposed into a monorail line that extended out from Camp McCarran, even out as far as Prim. Boulder City has largely been rebuilt. Jacobstown has been has had contact established with them, so now there is more trade, there is more civilization and discussion between the super mutants and nightkin that reside there and the people of the strip of Freeside and Westside. However, there are still, of course, the law, the issue of the irradiated wildlife of ghouls and the occasional roving gang member from the jackals or the scorpions or even uh, the occasional remnant of Caesar's Legion. And now it seems there have been rumors of odd mechanicals, of robots, of settlements on the outskirts going dark. But that's not your concern as of yet. At the moment, you all find yourselves at the 188 trading post a what began as a small trading post that was more just as a quick pit stop from those traveling from Prim or Nipton or the Mojave outpost of the NCR further along to the strip has now become a full caravan stop. There are caravans of just those walking with Brahmins and their and their various halls. There are the occasional a small group of NCR soldiers coming from California or Shady Sands up to the Strip because it is still 
one of the better places to go, one of the safer places to go to gamble when, when New Reno is still being quite dangerous, even for people within the NCR. And the 188 Trading Post is still one of the best places for the Southern Moor settlements to manage to make their trade. As such, we are going to start with one of the people from those settlements, Chanel. You have driven the truck that you and the others at Lilybell have refurbished to bring along large shipments of food and the and purified water and the occasional bits and bobs of parts for for other vehicles that you can't utilize because you don't have the frames but someone in new vegas probably does you have brought along these shipments in the hopes of getting some really good trade for them seeing as you are one of the better people to send for further trips as silas had to go elsewhere for shorter trips on foot whereas you are the better pilot in label so what exactly are you and Maisie doing uh well uh Maisie and i are uh we're we're we're, we're kind of just hanging out in the truck right now um Sitting down, getting, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, uh, Maisie to calm down. She don't really like, uh, she don't really like the, uh, the, the, the truck rats. Um, we do, we tend to do a little bit better on foot, but getting her trained, getting her used to it. Um, Maisie is a little pit bull puppy, um, that she, uh, that, uh, anybody who knows Chanel automatically knows who Maisie is because that is her quite literally her, her 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 best friend um she's uh she's taking her time kind of um uh watching the people go back and forth between uh between the truck and the train posts and keeping her eye out for um anybody interesting there ain't many people that are interesting nowadays so it's true. Since you've made a few trips to the 188 trading post before, uh, you're used to the people that are around here. You're used to seeing uh, the Kerrs, uh, Michelle Kerr and Samuel Kerr, who are the main traders here who run the uh, pit stop for people who need to eat. Uh, there is Alexander, who runs the local gun runners kiosk. And there is the one person that took your attention before was a a uh, young man in his early 20s that uh, goes by Clay, or occasionally people call him Forecaster, who seemed to have some sort of chem-induced ability to f do forecasts of the future. Generally just a way for him to get a little bit of money saying if people are going to have good luck in Vegas or not. All right. Um, she's gonna roll down her window. It's like one of those old, like it's not automatic windows. It's like you you take the knob and you gotta like turn it to roll down the window, and it 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 creaks and it cracks, and you think that the uh, that the glass is gonna pop off. Um, but and it gets uh, stuck about halfway down. Yep. So she's like pushing it down. She's like, God dang it! Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, give me a strength and repair roll, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, let's hope I don't break my truck first thing. Strength and repair? Yes, please. And right. as a reminder, you can spend a luck point to your luck in place of whatever attribute I ask for. Mm. It's, it's, it'll be fine. Maybe. <laughs> uh, uh. And I roll 2d20, correct? That is correct. Okay. Unless you want to give me an action point to get a third die. Well, we don't have any action points, so... It's true, but you can give me an action point for my own personal use. Yeah. To get an extra mm, die. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, 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 19 and a 16. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the, the, the glasses now seem better days. It's just kind of stuck in the middle now. And she's like, God damn it. Yeah. You're going to have to fix that a little bit when you either when you get home or if you get the parts here. Well, as long as it don't start picking up dust and shit, I should be fine. Um, and what's the gentleman's who's the fortune teller name again? Uh, his name is Clay. He also goes by the forecaster. She's gonna pop her. She's gonna pop her head out of the. Uh, pop her head out of the window. The forecaster. Uh, and he just like turns around around. It's like, uh, yeah. And you see that he uh, actually does have what he calls his medicine on. It is a uh, what looks to be a weird sort of gadget that like encircles the top of his head that uh, just has all kinds of like bits and bobs and like wires sticking out of it. Got any good fortune for me today? Uh, maybe. Got a, uh, caps that tend to help with the, uh, forecasting. Mmm. How about this? Uh, you owe me for last time. This time I won't kick your ass. But you have to, uh, all right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want to, <laughs> fine. I'll send, the dog, will... I'll send the dog for you. You can give her a pet. How about that? I'll take that. And uh, he settles down at the little picnic table at the uh, Kerr's uh, pillow pit stop. And you see that he focuses for a second and his eyes begin to roll back into his head. And then his brow furrows as they roll back forward. Uh. Huh. I hear metallic stomping like you're gonna get involved with some robot type folk. Uh, I don't know if that's good and that's good luck or bad. You'll I guess that's just something you'll have to make do with what you got there. Okay. Also, I, I can tell you that uh, you ain't gonna find whatever you're looking for here. But, uh, I know that you're looking for a certain part. If you get involved with them robot types, you might just find it. He knows that, you, that for a while you've been looking to try to find the last battery for your uh, motorcycle. And he seems to think that whatever is coming that has to deal with robots, you might be able to get that fission battery for your actual motorcycle and get, finally get it put fully together. 
Well, shit. Alright. I like the mods, you know? Them robot people? Still getting used to them, but I'll do what I can and uh, hopefully, hopefully things will work out. And then she's gonna open up the door, hop out the hop off the truck, and she's gonna let off a little. Come on, girl. <laughs> and Maisie will hop out after you and just begin to trot along beside you. Uh, and you also do see that there is an individual in a very nice uh, outfit, like a full-on, like, sort of suit and hat to over talking to the uh, Alexander, the individual who runs the uh, Gunrunner's kiosk. And uh, Carter, please feel free to describe yourself a little bit for us. Yeah, wearing a white linen suit, formal hat, black tie, white shirt, currently engaged with Alexander. Listen, all I'm saying is you got to have the port and polish on it or else it's going to jam. I spent a lot of time and a lot of money making sure it's customized. So when you do the refurb on it, make sure that you keep that and you don't mill it down too low. All right? I mean, yeah, I can already see that you actually give a shit about your weapons, which is more than I can say for some people around here. And he just gives like a look of general sort of disgust to like all the people around. And as you look around, you see that there are a few people with decent pieces, but for the most part, it's like traveling pipe gun type stuff. It's nothing good, nothing really fancy. The best you see is uh, an individual who has a really nicely made nine uh, millimeter hanging at their hip. Uh, I don't want yeah, to make fun of these people for what they got, because it's all they got. And for them, just like for me, it's life and death. What you carry is what you carry with you into every kind of danger. Sometimes you need it, sometimes you don't. Better to have something than nothing, though. It's true enough. Uh, could you please give me a roll of charisma and guns? What kind of guns? Small guns. All right, critical success on both. All right. That gives you uh, three action points going into the pool. As you, the way you've talked, you uh, seem to have a, left an impression on Alexander. He's like, yeah, I get you. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'll make sure this is nice and clean for you. Uh, if you want, you can go ahead and talk and get some extra ammo or something else for the road from the robot. And you see that in the kiosk, there is a Protectron that is like standing in there ready to act as a vendor, but there doesn't seem to be a door inside, which makes you think that it could be that this kiosk was built around the Protectron. Like like it's not mobile. He just sort of put the shop up around it. Exactly. Uh, and he's like, don't worry, uh, I'll just, I'll, talk to the robot, give it to the passphrase to give you some decent ammo or mods or whatever you want uh, on the cheap. Well, thanks. That was real swell, Alexander. Much obliged. Anytime. You just uh, make sure you you say put in the good word about uh, the gun runners when you go wandering around, right? Oh, absolutely. No doubt. Wouldn't come to anybody else while I'm here. All right. Uh, Chanel, you see that entire little interaction with this individual, and you do notice uh, one thing. You notice that this individual, despite being well-dressed, also has a Pip-Boy on his arm. 
It's been a while since you've seen another uh, vault dweller. Huh. Well, butter me up and call me a gecko skate. All right. Finally, somebody fucking interested in this batshit crazy town. And, uh, Chanel is gonna dust off her overalls and, um, wipe her hands clean of grease and probably, like, like wood shavings from, like, the boxes. Um, and she's gonna go and formally introduce herself. Alrighty. Ma'am? Jason Carter, at your service. Uh, Chanel, it's nice to meet a new face, and she's gonna, um, hold out her hand, and it's still greased up because rubbing out overalls does not perfectly clean anything. He doesn't seem to mind a bit. He takes it, firm grasp. Hmm. What Very brings nice. you to the trading post, ma'am? I'm, uh, I'm here on inventory control. Uh, that there, and she points to the truck, that there brings all of your supplies over for you to buy and uh, makes me a little bit of uh, extra caps. Um, so, it, I should ask the same for you. What's a nice dressing fellow like yourself doing out in this uh, crap shit? Uh, I came up from the south, uh, about a day or two ago, just sort of making the rounds, looking to see if anybody needs a hand with uh, cleaning anything up. Hmm. I was engaged as a caravan guard for some time, but uh, that that's dried up for now. So looking to put my food food in my belly and figure out where I move next. Well, uh, you got any uh, any sort of repairing skills, building skills, or shooting skills? You'll have a very easy time finding work around these parts, my good sir. Well, not so much on the repairing, but I can uh, I can definitely drill a bullseye from quite a distance away. And uh, if you need a schematic drawn up of a 254 hydraulic press or trip hammer, I can do that for you too. Well, those are some very fancy words, but uh, I don't really mess around with the guns. Uh, I got extra special weapons that I that I use whenever I gotta protect myself, which is uh, happening more and more often these days. So. Well, I think you'll find a fair number of folks like myself and yourself here. I know that there's at least one other person in here who's a good gun hand. Haven't seen her around, but she's usually here. Hmm. Interesting. Well, if uh, if you're uh, looking for an extra set of hands at all, you let me know. Me and uh, me and my girl over there, and she points to the little pit bull. We uh. Well, aren't you a sweet little thing? And uh, she's going to let out another little whistle and um, point to her side for Maisie to join her. Yeah, good pupper, good pupper, good pupper. That there's Maisie. Um, she is probably the second most intelligent person in this whole town. <laughs> well, it's good to meet you, Miss Highly Educated Maisie. I'm going to go get a drink while Alexander works on the piece. Uh, you hear anything around about uh, people looking to hire? Think of me if uh, they need anybody with my skills. Thank you. Mm, sure thing, Mr. Carter. Uh, you enjoy yourself a nice, nice refreshing cola. And um, then uh, um, Chanel is going to um, 
do another whistle and have uh, Maisie follow her out so she can start unloading her portion of the truck. Alrighty. Uh, Carter, as you head over to the uh, Kerr's pit stop and you sit at the bar and you see Michelle Kerr, who you've seen a couple times being a caravan guard. You've made your way here probably once or twice before. Uh, you see that she is uh, busy doling out all kinds of food, be it old uh, pre-war food or some freshly cooked newer food, largely gecko steaks, that kind of thing. Uh, she is busy, but she stops by and says, oh, hey, Carter, how can I help you? <laughs> Just a drink, Mrs. Kerr. Uh, I was kind of curious if you heard of any anybody moving through here that needs a gun hand, maybe a mechanic, too, by the sound of it. Someone else I just met in the street seems a well-educated young lady. I saw you talking to Chanel. She's a deft hand with a wrench, and from what I've heard, she's also a deft hand with a baseball grenade. So, uh, I don't have any jobs right now, and she is, like, uh, opening up a small, repurposed uh, Sunset Sarsaparilla vending machine that sort of acts as a cooler for all the various drinks that they have. But... I have been keeping an eye on some of the interesting people coming around here. And she uh, nods her head as she puts down a uh, bottle of purified water for you. And you see uh, Dr. Hoffman sitting off to the side. Dr. Hoffman, would you please describe yourself? Uh, Dr. Hoffman is what looks to be a very well-dressed gentleman. big bushy beard lots of uh, facial hair going on and it seems to be rather on purpose uh, even in this heat as he tries and keeps it mostly down and slicked so that the uh, sand and dust and debris from the outside air doesn't get too far into his mouth as he's talking and is currently tending to mr carr as he's got a small needle and saying so What you do here is you lance the boil there, just like so, and you slowly make sure you drain it. Then afterwards, what you need to do is get the cleanest bandages you have and some purified water and wrap it three times a day. Right? Eventually the slurring will go down. The skin will slough off. That is normal. The trick though is that you need to keep it the bubble skin as it is there so it becomes a, a shield if you will they all okay uh thanks doc and he uh turns around and he looks like he is pulling up a small pouch uh and trying to dig out some caps for you uh, how much are you um well something some simple as this and seeing as you're providing most of the supplies yourself uh, five caps nothing crazy five caps damn I wish we had your prices over in Freeside. The followers Please. do good. The followers do good work over in the Mormon Fort, but uh, they still charge a decent little bit. And he uh, passes the caps over to you gladly. Thank you very much. And if you might uh, put in a good word with your your wife for some water myself, I could use a drink. Oh, of course. I'll uh, make sure that uh, she be- she puts the. She keeps a few good drinks for you. Don't worry. Function. And he just uh, gets up and says, "Hey, honey, we get we got a 
couple of purified water bottles, and she just looks to, to Carter and raises an eyebrow. See what I mean? Hey, it seems like he's, uh, doesn't charge too much, neither. Yeah, right? Which is... I appreciate odd. that sentiment. I do. You, you mind going to go and uh, taking his water bottle over to him if you're going to go talk to him? Yeah, sure. Might as well. Thank you. Uh, Kurt will grab the water bottles, head over, hand them off to uh, the doctor. Uh, doctor, good to meet you. Uh, you seem like you're a well-educated gentleman in these parts. I try to be, at least. Uh, do you have me at a disadvantage, sir? <laughs> well, it's not entirely a disadvantage. I didn't catch your name. Jason Carter at your service. Uh, Sticks uh, out his hand. Dr. Carl Hoffman, good to meet you. Pleased to meet you, Dr. Hoffman. Uh, so I heard that there is a dog that is the second most educated person in this here town, and I take it that you are probably the first. Uh, if you're talking about little Miss Maisie, I would not argue with that. Uh, she is remarkably intelligent for a hound. And she's quite cute as well. Indeed. Now, Doctor, I, I hope I don't put you on the spot here, but I've been in town about two days. I'm looking to hook up with somebody who might be going out on a trek somewhere. I hire my services out as bodyguard, protection for caravans, things of that nature. A man of your talents might be in high demand from raiders or other uh, individuals of an unsavory character that might wish to do you harm. And if you have need of personal protection, I would be honored if you would think of me. I will keep you in mind. Perhaps we could uh, get a test later on. <laughs> well, I haven't been tested in a while, but uh, I still remember how to fill out the multiple choice. Uh, uh, Carter, you're not, getting flashbacks so, uh, through the goat. Not, not, not so uh, paperwork, if you will. Uh, it's more hands-on. Well, I can do that too, I assure you. Sounds excellent. He'll head back to the um, bar and chill out for have a bit. You actually... What's that, Doctor? Oh, I do apologize. Uh, before you leave, uh, have you actually seen uh, the good Maisie and her companion Chanel? They're well, supposed sure. to be coming in with. I just met him outside uh, maybe five minutes ago. Ah, oh, wonderful. Uh, she see should be still unloading her truck. Uh, all right. And he will stand up and instantly start to go over to where the truck is. Already, you head outside and you do see that Chanel is in fact unloading the truck with Maisie's help of basically sitting up on the bed of the truck and watching as Chanel is moving boxes back and forth. You know, girl, I, I know I don't pay you well, but guy, we gotta, we gotta, uh, Make rent do, uh, come on, pick up a box. Well, no, Chanel, I don't think I will. Well, why not? Well, because I'm too cute to do all this work. Fine, 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 fine. Hey, Doc. Well, she may be too for? cute, but I am not too cute. I will help if you wish. <laughs> um, yeah, see, she makes actually... me work for her companionship. Of course. Uh, I was actually wondering if you had been able to find in your uh, journeys a stethoscope. I know it's hard to come by, but any luck? 
Uh, I know, I know, I know I've, I've been keeping my eyes peeled. Unfortunately, they're not easy to find, and I just, I don't have the caps to negotiate right now. I, next time, that. next time I see one, though, I'll, you know how I can be. I, I, I'll see what I can get, okay? All right, but don't break the bank. I don't work for much myself, and trying to pay you a fair wage uh, is not easy. Doc, for you, the amount of people you help here every day, and for the pennies that you do it for, I don't mind. You do a lot more good in this town than, well, me, so. There's <laughs> the one bringing supplies to this town. And he will yeah. lift up a box. Uh, where should I set this? Uh, that is a box of ammo, so over there. And she'll uh, point oh, to the robot. Right. She will, well, he will take it off to the, uh, the robot then. Excellent. Uh, and as you are working to unload, you see that there is another person coming off from... Uh, elsewhere in the wastes, having uh, made the trek, apparently, on foot from wherever they were. Iris, please describe yourself. Hi there. Uh, Iris is... Uh, she has kind of short red hair, falls to just above her shoulders, um, has a 308 hunting rifle uh, slung over her shoulder, um, and the only other thing that really seems to stick out is uh, she's wearing what looks to be a fairly um cobbled together um chest piece um of leather but it it seems uh it's like significantly darker uh in color than it would normally be yeah she walks on in uh, probably makes her way over to the gun runners first and uh alexander is Busily working on a pistol that you recognize because you've probably seen Carter here once or twice. And uh, he just looks up and says, Oh, shit. Uh, how can I help you? Um, I, I could always use more 308. Um, but you wouldn't happen to be in the market for some unusual rounds, would you? Well, that depends. How unusual are we talking? Are we talking like the kind that only a handful of guns actually utilize, or are we talking like energy weapons? We don't. I think we're we're talking the kind that one gun utilizes. Ah, uh, depends. What you got? Uh, she'll pull out her handful of uh, two millimeter EC guns and set them down. He lets off a low whistle, fully stopping what he's doing and just looking over the rounds. God damn. When's the last time I saw a Goss rifle? Probably, probably when the, with the Van Grass before uh, they went extinct. Uh, yeah. I could probably get this down the line, send over probably to uh, our branch closer to Vegas. Hmm. 
He just looks them over, like checking, like to make sure there aren't any like scratches or any aberrations in each of the rounds. I'll give you a seven caps for each of them. Mm. You gotta understand, we largely focus on uh, slinging lead, not exactly slinging anything that could be considered similar in the lasers category if the uh, ADTFL was still around. Yeah, you think you can make it eight? Mm. Give me a uh, charisma and bartering roll, please. Oh, good. Um, Again. The thieves. Again, as a reminder, you can spend a luck point to use your luck in place of whatever stat I ask for. That's not worth a luck point. Uh, no. Sand, we may be bigger around here nowadays, but I'm still kind of out here in the sticks comparatively. Seven's the best I can do with what I got. All right, done. Caps are going to be significantly more useful to me anyway, so. Fair enough. And how many uh, rounds did you have again? I have nine. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and add the 54x... Uh, Should be 63. 63, yeah. Math is hard sometimes. Uh, 63 extra caps. It certainly is. Uh, if you want something for that you actually... If you want uh, lead for whatever you actually got, feel free to just talk to the vendor. I'll uh, knock a couple uh, couple caps off the top for you since uh, you brought me, well, something a little bit rarer. All right. Glad you're doing business with you. And you. And he uh, immediately goes back to just making sure that uh, the 10 millimeter that is highly customized is clean and ready for action again. And I would like everyone to please go ahead and roll me uh, Perception and Survival, except for Dr. Hoffman. Dr. Hoffman, I will ask for a Perception and Repair or Perception and Science roll. Perception and repair, then. One success. And uh, a complication. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Alright, yours didn't actually roll. Why did mine not? I oh, know it did not. It's a slash R. Ah. Uh. One success for me. Okay. Also, oh, it was uh, Adariel who got the complication. Adariel got the complication. Uh oh. It did not roll. What the heck? Might have to type slash there we go. roll. Yep. There we go. Uh, All right. One success critical. Thanks for consistent. Okay. I also got one success. So, two successes, I guess, then. Fair enough. So, uh, Carter, you hear law, uh, well, everyone hears this, but Carter, you hear this stuff, uh, a loud sort of mechanical stomping that seems to be coming from a good distance, uh, off to the east. And as you turn your head, you were about, you were like going to take a drink and just spill water all over your front. Oh, 
Jeez. Thankfully, it is purified water and it was not anything that would stain your suit. Uh, everyone else can also hear this loud mechanical stomping. The good doctor hears the stomping and instantly recognizes it as being the stomping of power armor. Uh, specifically, specifically a set of power armor that is the, the uh, model power armor that is normally utilized by the Brotherhood. But from what you're hearing, it sounds slow and it sounds like it hasn't been oiled or properly maintained in a while. And everyone who uh, looks to see what the, where the source is coming from does see a, a full set of power armor that looks like it's very poorly maintained. Looks like it is, uh... Looks like it is, uh... bent and busted up a little bit, and dirty, rusted in places, and it looks like it's basically been lay, uh, weighed down with anything that could go on to it, the kitchen sink included. There's extra pouches of rations, there's pouch, there's like long webbings of canteens that are all sort of strapped together and cl and clinking together as this figure in the power armor walks closer. And it's just sort of an odd sight. Everyone just stopping what they're doing and just sort of staring at, the, at this figure before the slow, the walking comes to a slow crawl and anyone who's close by the figure can hear heavy breathing and can just hear like gotta go and you just see the uh, power armor just stop and just seem to slump a little bit like it is fully in standby mode like it's waiting for someone to enter it but it seems like there's a figure that's already inside yeah, Carter's going to run over there and see if he can't help pry this guy out, because it looks like his power cell died. Oh, oh. shoot. Oh, dear. All right. All right, uh, Carter, you haven't probably haven't had a lot of run-ins with anyone in full sets of power armor like this, but you know enough just from basically seeing, uh, like... The old vid the old uh, videos and movies that you saw, sometimes there there'd be people in power armor using it as like their uh, final like their big bad weapon in the in the movie. So you know like the way you get in it is like you turn a valve at the back and it opens up. So you turn that valve and out just basically falls an older looking gentleman. Looks like he is in maybe his sixties or even possibly his seventies. Uh wisps of messy uh, sweat padded down white hair just clinging to his scalp he looks like he is far too old to be out in a set of power armor like this hey doc you gotta get over here Dr. Hoffman's already on his way uh, Dr. Hoffman you come over and you see this individual and you see an uh, older individual in garbed in the robes of a scribe from the Brotherhood of Steel. Not a knight or a paladin, just a scribe. 
using this uh, armor. You also look inside and you see that the armor is uh, very specifically like coded to only work for this particular scribe. So you can automatically tell, get it off your mind that anyone might possibly try to steal it, thankfully. Pull them out. Let's get underground. Chanel, uh, can you grab the two uh, purified waters from the bar? Uh, sure thing, Doc. And she'll uh... try and pull them up a bit. Iris, you see that individual, and you see that he is wearing the symbol of Brotherhood of Steel. What are you doing? Um, just gonna keep a watch from a distance. Alrighty. Uh, Dr. Hoffman, if you could, please give me a roll of intelligence and medicine. Alright, Doc. Right. Um, I, I do have some of the spare medical supplies in the truck, should you need them. Uh, whatever I can do. One success. One success. The main thing you can tell about this individual is that he is actually, truly, far too old to be out and about doing this sort of thing. Uh, his eyes are cloudy with cataracts, as, even as he's like base, like looking around, sort of like half awake, half conscious. Uh, his hands tremble slightly due to the age, and you can see that he does have a rather beaten-looking laser pistol hanging at his side, but you doubt that he could have ever even hit like the broadside of a barn with it. He is in no shape to be traipsing around the wasteland, and yet it looks like he's basically been pushing himself to travel uh, from the east. Does he have hollow tags on him? Yes, you do see that he has hollow tags on him. Uh, the tags read that he is, uh, his name is Galen Portno, and that he is a scribe of the Order of Quill. Quick Geiger counter reading. Uh, the power armor in the sky, is they irradiated or is it just fatigue? Uh, it looks like it's just fatigue. Your Geiger counter is not going off. Uh, you are, however, beginning, you like your radio is picking up uh, a, a signal from this and it seems like it's, uh, it's encrypted. So it, either you or someone else would have to take a second to try to figure out the right uh, way to basically fiddle with it to get the actual oh, message. That is happening. Okay. Right, and uh, I will apply first aid then. All right. Uh, it seems for the most part that he's just exhausted, so he doesn't seem like he's really wounded so much as just he needs uh, to be to not be on his feet and to be taking a moment to actually drink some water and and just take a second to recover. So uh, I'm I'm a, I assume that the good doctor and Chanel get him up off off his feet onto a table to just rest for a few moments. Yeah, yeah. After a few moments, uh, you all see that he sort of comes to again. And he's like, where, where am I? You are in the Route 188 trading post, Scribe Portnoy. Huh. Some about halfway there. Okay. 
Halfway to where? Uh, he looks at you all for a moment and just, just sighs like, I got a message, an SOS from one of our vertebrates. I was, I think I am the only member of the Brotherhood in the region who could go and help them. I was at listening post Echo, hoping to keep an eye on things for the Brotherhood. And I was speaking to them as they were going to go see why a settlement on the road to the Divide had gone dark. I heard something and then lost contact only to receive an SOS later. And uh, Carter, as you are finishing up uh, work working with your Pip-Boy, uh, you do hear basically uh, an SOS uh, about uh, an uh, a knight who is trapped uh, with the downed vertebrate with wounded who uh, and broadcasting their coordinates. It is a good way to the west uh, on the road on the uh, lonesome road to the divide that uh, not actually into the divide fully, but all the way there that and it would take a long while on foot. But if, thankfully, there are some people here who have vehicles that can get you there quicker if you were to head that way. Well, sounds a bit like a rescue mission is in order, because, pardon me for saying so, Scribe, I don't think you're in much condition to go anywhere, but right there on the ground. Yes, I, uh, I am afraid my days of fieldwork are behind me. Uh, Doctor, you know of the listening posts around here. Your chapter kept general ideas of like where their various assets were yep. listening post echo hasn't been an active place since before the the brotherhood got pushed out to the west but you also can tell this per that this individual is not lying he got left here when the brotherhood pulled out Partner, you stay here. If possible, can we use your armor? I'm afraid uh, tinkering with it uh, wasn't exactly my strong suit. I had a sweetheart who coded it for me a while back, but uh, she's passed on a while back. I don't really know how to code it elsewhere, elsewise. Yeah, Doc. You want to get your hands on some power armor? Oh boy. It's almost like it's my birthday. Okay. Uh, the doctor's going to lean down and say, I am Initiate Hoffman. I will take up your journey. 
are. And he just looks at you with his eyes wide a little bit. I didn't think, know if there were any uh, more of a, of the Brotherhood here. Most left. Uh, the Mr. House from New Vegas sent them away. And he just like thinks for a second. And he looks like he has that fire that was pushing him dies a little bit. But then uh, you see that he gathers himself up and says, doesn't mean that the work is done. And it is not. Uh, uh, and he just reaches into his uh, robes and pull, pulls out what looks to be a hollow tape. This is the recording of the crash. If maybe you could find out more than I from listening to it. If one of you has a holotape player. And Carter, all pit boys come with a holotape player. Yeah, pass it over. I'll, uh, I'll run it through here if you want. And he uh, hands it over to you and you just pull up the holotape player, slot it in and knock it down. And you hear uh, basically coordinates and uh, a vertebra pilot talking just like, it seems that we, we have avoided the worst of the Divide's uh, harsh windstorms. We are going to be he headed over to see why uh, Dry Gulch has gone dark. Hopefully by the time, it'll just be a quick once over and we'll be back. And you hear a large, like, like it's an electrical kind of uh, boom. And you hear a uh, klaxon going off in the background and then the the audio just like cuts off into static that just like kind of assaults your eardrums it's very uh intense as it goes right across your ear and then you hear a few moments later mayday mayday we're going down something has it, it just it keeps going to static in and out until you just hear uh the impact and I would like uh, anyone who would want to to give me an intelligence and science test to maybe get a uh, bit of information as to what that boom was. And uh, everyone else can, and anyone else who wants to can give me an intelligence and survival test to maybe get a little bit more information about Dry Gulch. Alas, uh, my science and intelligence is insufficient for the task at hand. Fair enough. Uh, same. Not going to stop him from speculating, though. Maybe an EMP or something like that. Uh, didn't sound too much like a blast, but could have been something electromagnetic knocked out the vertebrate systems, maybe? I got two successes. Uh, good doctor. You know that that, that, that sounds pretty much exactly right. Uh, EMPs are not easy to create. The more, the more common one that happens is caused by nuclear uh, explosion, whether it be from a large end nuke or even uh, mini nukes uh, shot by fat mans can create smaller localized EMPs. But given the fact you didn't hear an actual like 
full-on explosion caused by uh, powder or anything like that, yeah, you're thinking that this was a specialized EMP uh, attack that just knocked out its, the vertebrate systems and sent it uh, careening to the ground. I think, good Mr. Carter, that you may be the third most intelligent person in this outpost right now. Well, ain't that a damn shame. <laughs> hey! And you're still rude. coming in third to my dog, though, so... Uh, you are correct, that was an EMP. Uh, and it is not one made by nuclear devices, so that is at least good news. Um, however, it also means that it is not uncommon scientific electrical wiring that we are dealing with then. Any notion of something that might be out there that could cause this? Someone very intelligent and well-connected. You down to risk your truck to go investigate this? Maybe get some goodwill and some stuff from the Brotherhood? Oh, I have heard what they might carry. You can see for yourself as he points to the suit of armor that's still standing, even while uh, open right now. Also, not exactly the most uh, willing to give things up, even if we help him. No, but I can put in a good word. Make sure that they are willing to at least part with some things. We do not forget those who help us. Also, please don't take my suit of armor. It was a gift from my beloved. How about this? I'll cut you deal. You let us take the suit of armor. You let me tinker around with it, see what I can do to fix it. And uh, in return, when I bring it back, not only will that thing spit shine, but uh, it'll be working as good as new. If you can get past the coding, it's not exactly easy. I've got a magic touch. Very well. I will also give each of you 25 caps for putting yourselves in danger to do this for me. I'm about to haggle about uh, price at this point. Sounds like your people are in a bad state, and the faster we move out, the better. Indeed. Hey, Alexander. Uh, might need that gun back faster rather than slower. Say no more. And he uh, fi finishes up what he was tinkering with it, and he's just like, here you go. And he just brings it right on over to you and holds it, and holds it to you uh, grip first. Much obliged. Uh, Chanel, if you would mm -hmm. like to try to tinker with the armor and get it uh, being able to work for anyone else, I will require an intelligence and science test, and I will tell you right now the difficulty is four, because this was a long process of making it encoded specifically to this particular scribe. So undoing that would be a chore in and of itself. Hey, we'll see. Can I provide assistance? 
your assistance will let you roll intelligence and science as well to get, work to try to add more successes to her test. Okay. If she's going to do the test, of course. Um, uh, I will give it a go. Okay. Are you going to just go with your regular two dice and then the extra die that uh, the doc is rolling, or are you going to try to utilize some of the action points that you have? Right now you have three, mm -hmm. which means that you could spend one to get an extra die, or you could spend three to get two more dice. I think I will spend one to get an extra die. Okay, that will leave two action points in the pool for the party. Please, I'll be rolled by her, or should I roll the die from myself as well? Uh, she'll roll her three dice, and you can roll your one die. Okay. Mm, no dice. Ah. <laughs> Complication. Oh, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> uh, so you you all are just working to tinker at this, and you're doing you think you're making a good bit of progress, Chanel. And then the doctor comes in and is like, "I think I know what happens when you press this button," and then what? just gets, uh, just gets a slight shock, just <laughs> and the system all just shuts off. Doc, you can't put your hands on things like that. I almost had it. <laughs> the good doctor takes one point of damage from the uh, retaliatory shock. Ah. Oh, I appreciate you trying to help. But there's a reason that I'm the mechanic and you're the doctor. Yes, <laughs> eh. Uh. Yeah, you you doing all right? <laughs> My arm is numb. Hmm. Dip in an ice bath. I think that should work, right? That'll make it more numb. That is why I am the mechanic and you are the doctor. <laughs> it's just the way that the world works, okay? Uh, I'm out of fresh ideas, though. We're gonna have to. Uh... It's going to have to stay here. We're going to have to work on it at some point later on. Alright. Well, at least we can try and close it up so that the dust and sand doesn't get inside. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, sure thing. And, uh, Chanel will go and, um, try to close it up and, uh, um, kind of, like, try to pinpoint a place where it might be safe to keep it uh given the fact that it, it will be difficult to move given that it's about a ton or so just by itself mm -hmm. uh the de scribe who will be staying here will have to get back into it and just move it off to the side like somewhere under the underpass so just to keep yeah. it out of the way of the thoroughfare yeah right there is good out and stumble over to a seat and just here, here. He'll pass him another pre water, drink, rest. Thank you. 
if you need it, you can take the water I had for the road ahead. And you see that he's got about five units worth of purified water just from canteens. And it looks like they're all numbered, like they all were uh, vault tech canteens from various vaults. You see like 21, vault, thir vault 33, vault 6, that kind of thing. How did you get so many? Most of my listening posts were initiates who came from vaults. They brought them along and when they passed on or left, they let me keep them as mementos. Okay, then. Uh, I suppose I will take Volt 21? Who wants Volt 36? <laughs> Carter lifts up a Vault Tech flask with 33 on it, just... Just immediately takes a sip from his Vault, from his vault 33 canteen. God damn it. Had to get in one. Uh. <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, I'll take, uh, I'll take that, uh, that, that, uh, uh, I'll take that vault 33 one. No, that, that's Carter's. Uh, uh, he had, he had one too. <laughs> he had one too. Yeah, he did have one vault 33 canteen. Ah, I see. I mean, for all I know, he probably bought it from me. I had a couple that I didn't need. Okay, Iris, what do you say? You want to join our little posse to go rescue some uh, some folks? Long gun wouldn't be unwanted, especially uh, used by somebody as sneaky as yourself. Yeah, I kind of figured something like that could be helpful, especially since y'all don't know what you're dealing with. Absolutely. Aside from EMP, which is... Odd. Uh, and mildly terrifying when you think about it. I mean, I guess, but... Well, let's be honest, what isn't at least mildly terrifying? I've never been particularly terrified of bread, pancakes, tortillas. Pretty normal. The doctor looks down to Maisie. I'm not terrified of Maisie. He should be. Yeah, she can. <laughs> She's so scary and smarter than me. To be fair, she's smarter than most people in this town. Um, she's you know, a Alexander very. Alexander in the background going, "Hey!" Oh, she's definitely smarter than you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> don't gotta go shouting it though. I don't. That I ain't gonna did. stop me. I take pride in my pooch. But you got uh you got two sets of hands and four sets of paws between the two of us, so I would like a roll of intelligence and science from Iris and Dr. Hoffman, please. Okay. And I will give you both an extra die for free for this particular role. All right. Okay. 
I got um, one success. <laughs> one success. You both think on the fact that this is an EMP attack, and your minds immediately go to different places. Dr. Hoffman, you may not have been like personally involved in the events that led to its destruction, but the Enclave of Navarro immediately comes to your mind, given the in, like greater technological uh, weapons that they had at their at the ready. An EMP would not have been difficult for them to take care of. Iris, you know of a threat back east, intensely technologically advanced to the point where life was even easy for them to make in a lab that would have access to this sort of thing. And the thought of them being this far west, it's not good. It's quite unnerving to you. Yeah, that's... Um... I have an idea of what might have done this, but I hope for all of our sakes it wasn't. I do as well, and it also is not a good prospect. Well, does this estimation on both of your parts include how best to kill it? <laughs> uh, I mean... Mm. Same way you kill anything else? Put enough <laughs> bullets in it, it'll drop, but... Swell! It's a question, I guess, of how many bullets do you have? Quite a few. Got at least five. I thought you dealt in baseballs. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, I'm assuming Maisie will be riding shotgun with you. Alright. Very well. I will go into the back of the truck then. <laughs> yeah, Carter climbs into the the bed, helps uh, Iris up. Uh, Iris is gonna go grab some more 308 rounds before we head off. Alrighty, how many are you gonna be grabbing? Huh? I'll just grab another five. Okay. Uh, they would come out to about 15 caps total for you to buy that many, but since you brought that, uh, Two, those two millimeter, two millimeter rounds for Alexander to work with, he only charges you ten to get right. an extra five. Yeah, uh, I'll pick actually, up. let's let's make it six. Okay, so it'll be uh, twelve. No, the thing about it, Carter's going to grab another ten ten millimeter rounds. Okay, and he will actually also charge you only ten. He is charging you one cap per, as opposed to the usual two caps per for ten millimeter. Sounds good. And as you head out, I would like a roll of piloting from Chanel, please. Yes, sir. And then I'll be piloting plus the standard uh, stack that goes with that particular skill. Cool, 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 cool. Perception, apparently. Yes, yeah. it is. Make sure you don't hit anything bumpy. Mm, no promises. 
runs over a rad scorpion. That's not bumpy. One success. All right, one success is what you needed. You are uh, headed off along the road heading west towards the road to the Divide. Thankfully, you're not having to go to the Divide itself because the Divide itself is a terrible place to be. Thankfully, it's just on the way there to Dry Gulch. And you see that there is a long uh, overpass that takes you most of the way to Dry Gulch, the the road sweeping up into a wide bridge, spanning a deep, uh, like, rocky defile sort of area. Uh, You see that along the northbound uh, lane of this particular little area, uh, all the various wrecks of the cars have been sort of stacked there, while the road that you're, the uh, side of the road that you're using, thankfully, had been cleared ahead of time. There is a break in the bridge, but there looks to have been a wooden platform that sort of was constructed, not very well constructed, but it looks decent enough to to drive over. However, uh, if you would like to, or if anyone else who would like to, since the back of the truck is an open bed, they can go, they can uh, peer ahead with a, uh, let's go ahead and make it a perception and repair test, just to look to make sure that this is decent enough. If it would, if you would be able to tell if this, if it could definitely hold the truck and all of you on it. Once again, my skills at repair are insufficient to the task at hand. Uh, that uh, is two successes. Critical two successes, yeah. All right. And with that, the pool of action points for the party goes back up to four. Because Iris and the good doctor can tell that this uh, platform could probably take the truck. If uh, Chanel drives real careful, if Chanel drives fast, they could get y'all could get over it. Uh, staying on it for too long, however, could definitely cause some problems unless someone wants to get out and reinforce it with anything with any uh, junk materials they might have. I've got some scrap parts that I can, uh... You think that that needs needs some showing up before we go over it? It's for the best, yeah. Tell you what, then. Uh, you start working on that, because I'm not anywhere near as good with my hands as you are. I'll go across it on foot, keep an eye out, and stay out of sight. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Uh, Carter, if you're going to try to stay out of sight, I would like an agility and uh, sneak test, please. And then uh, Chanel, I would like a... uh, Let's go ahead and make it uh, intelligence and repair. That is one success for me. Alrighty. 
two successes from me. And uh, one of them, I rolled a two on repair, which I am, um, what's it called? It, is it your tag? Three successes, though. Yeah. All right. So the number of action points in the party pools goes up to five because you needed two successes to make sure that it would definitely be strong enough for the truck to go over. You've basically taken up uh, all the various bits and bobs that you've been keeping as uh, repair for repairs, be it to the truck or to anything that you need. And you put it to good year good use here, just sort of like bracketing the boards together a little bit better and making sure that they aren't going to crack, reinforcing them with some uh, uh, metal slats that you've had. Mm -hmm. And you are certain that it will not cause the, the platform to break. Carter, you are uns you're very certain that you are being as stealthy as you can possibly be in a bright white suit at a, at a mostly beige background. Uh, you see that there is a little shack ahead of you that uh, looks like it was sort of put together with parts from uh, like the cars themselves, like uh, the like parts of the undercarriage or like the frame sort of put together and then filled in with various uh, doors and such that just just sort of make like a very small hut kind of uh, thing. And you, as you look back, you can see that a lot of the cars look like they've been basically opened up and looted, like all the various trunks and the doors opened up or taken off. But there are still some cars that look like they haven't been gotten to yet. All right, two questions about this shack, then. Okay. First, first question is, does this shack look like it's got a firing port or anything that somebody could be attacking these vehicles with from inside? Uh, no, it looks like it is mostly put together to just sort of be more homely. It looks like there was like a uh, window with that with a glass pane that looks like it came from uh, a wind, like a windshield almost. Okay, but it, but there isn't like a firing port or like a like a kill box sort of thing in it. Okay, well I guess the second thing isn't really a question so much as a statement. Carter's going to be moving towards that building, gun at the ready but not aimed at it, just in case somebody who is non-threatening comes out. Okay. Uh, Chanel, you do see that Carter is heading off closer to this shack, which you also are able to see from where you are working on the bridge. Hmm. Carter, right. as you get closer, you are able to get to the door and if you and it looks like it is a jar. It do, does not look like it's closed or locked or anything, but it also doesn't look fully open. Yeah, I got a peek inside. No way that his curiosity would let him not. And you just slowly push the door open, and I would like a, another roll of agility and stealth. Uh, this one, I will tell you, has a complication range of 18 to 20. Uh, that's another complication then, uh, but I get a success. So you get that success, but you push the door open and it seems like the hinges of this door have not been uh, oiled in a long time. So just and you look inside and you see uh, a picked over skeleton. Uh, 
with a very battered twin uh, double barrel shotgun underneath it. And you see why the skeleton is picked over as you see a swarm of seven rad roaches. Nope, nope, nope. Inside. inside. And you just like work to close the door again as they are beginning to skitter after you. So we are going to begin combat. I would like to know what everyone's initiative score is, please. Twelve. Seventeen. Seventeen. Good doctor. Uh, Twelve. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and start with Iris. Iris, you are in the back of the truck. You are uh, able to stand up and basically like sort of prop your gun up on the uh, top of the cab itself to be able to fire off if you wish to use your hunting rifle for this. Yeah. Uh, there are seven red roaches. That, they are two zones away because it is uh, one zone uh, uh, like yeah, we'll, we'll say they're two zones away because it's one like the one zone is your side of the bridge then there's the uh, the little platform counts itself as a breakable zone and then the zone uh, is on the other side of the bridge. The inside of the house is also a zone in and of itself, but thankfully all of the graduates have piled out to chase after fresh meat. All right, so they are at long? Yes. Ooh. I am not familiar. I didn't expect there to be combat round one. Uh gotta get the tutorial fight out of the way okay cool so I can move up with a minor action to get into um, medium see I'm gonna gonna use a minor action to move and then yeah I'm gonna gonna shoot at one of them all right so go ahead and you, so you hop down off of the bed of the truck and get one zone closer. Uh, are you do you want to be on your, like your side of the bridge so that way you can still have a little bit of distance between uh, yourself and them, or are you going onto the platform? Uh, so I, I have to get to the point where I am one range away. So okay, so to do that, you'd have to be on the platform. Cool. But yeah, we're going onto the platform. Already. Uh, thankfully, you don't have to make a test. You would normally have to make a test to avoid uh, breaking a weaker board, but since it has been reinforced by Chanel, you're all good. All right. Now we shoot. Well, now you do that's, the shoot a, bangs. that's a success and a complication. Alrighty. So. Uh, would you like to spend a luck point to re-roll that, that particular roll? Uh, we have, what, five? Uh, it, the luck points are, are oh, sorry, uh, luck personal. Points. I do have five, though. Um, yeah. Complication, then you can do so. Yeah, I'll go ahead and re-roll. Fucking works. Jesus Christ. all right so that's a total of three successes excellent uh because the red roaches are a little bit smaller they actually have a defense of two 
So right. you hit with one extra success, which you can use to either add to the pool or you can use it to get an extra die, an extra combat die of damage. And you can uh, use action points to add an extra combat die of damage, uh, one per action point to a max of three extra dice. I'll just take the one extra die of damage. Okay, so go ahead and roll your combat dice and uh, plus one because of the uh, extra success, and we'll see what you get. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes, and that's uh, five effects, which doesn't do much, I don't think, with my weapon. Thankfully, uh, rad roaches are not super bulky, so just with the one shot, you basically fire, and the rad roach just basically explodes into a puddle of uh, like that weird, sticky, like rad roach guts. Just basically, all their limbs fly off in random directions that you hit them so hard they turn to a pile of mush. So that is the one dead rad roach. There are now six remaining. All right. And I believe that it is now Carter's turn. Yes, indeed. Remind me what rate means. Uh, uh, rate is fire rate. So you can normally shoot just you're spending one point of ammunition, uh, but you can spend up to your fire rate as extra ammunition. And the more ammunition you spend, each uh, extra bit of a point of ammunition is an extra damage die. Oh, okay. I don't need to do that. Yeah, Carver will back up, pr probably trying to jump on on top of a rock or something like that. Uh, put you some distance on the, onto the uh, median, the concrete median. That would get that would give you a little bit of uh, more distance. They would they would have to climb up after you to nibble at your ankles. Yeah, and he's gonna smoke one, just aim down the sight. Boom. Not right, not fast drawing, just like calm, collected. Boom. All right, go ahead and make the roll for me. Two critical successes. Ooh. All righty, so you hit and you have two extra successes. Would you like to go, go ahead and use those as extra damage dice? Since the pool is currently at five, it can only go up to a maximum of six. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Okay, so that'll be two extra damage dice as well as your extra damage die because you have the first rank of Gunslinger, if I believe. That's correct. Alrighty. That was not a correct way to roll. You rolled uh -huh. a seven. No. You have to roll 76, not just a seven. There you <laughs> yeah, go. That was, that was the problem. I think it's dead. Uh, yeah, it's very that's, dead. That's very dead. Four, six. Seven, eight. Nine because I have Vicious installed on my gun. Oh, God. Yeah, that is nine because you have Vicious. I really uh, That one's also things. just turned into a pile of mush and a, and like a what's left of the carapace with the one singular shot from your 10 millimeter pistol. And now it is the time for uh, both the good doctor and Chanel. Chanel. Mm-hmm. Normally, you would have to worry about danger close, given the fact that uh, Carter is in the same sort of zone as the Rad Roaches. 
but since he hopped up onto the median, he is uh, far enough. He has put enough distance between himself and them to where he doesn't have to worry about getting hit in the blast of your grenades. So if you want to go ahead and use one of your baseball grenades, you can do so without worrying about hurting your friends. Yeah, no accidental murder this time, suckers. Only intentional <laughs> murder. Only intentional. Um, and uh, I'm gonna take one of my baseball baseball grenades. Um, I probably see Macy getting into playtime position. I'm gonna turn and be like, no. <laughs> and Do then I'm gonna. That. <laughs> Worst fetch ever. You don't want to fetch this baseball, honey. And she's gonna pull the pin and toss. All right. Please go ahead and give me a roll of perception and explosives. And as a reminder, you can use the action points from the pool to give yourself extra dice if you want to just really make sure that you get them. Uh, are we cool if I use a... Uh... I got a point. Yeah, we've got five right now, might as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can use one point to get an extra die. You could use three points to get two extra dice. Or you could use all five to have three extra dice to this pool. The maximum number of d20s you can have in any one test is five. Um, I think I'm going to spend three to get two. Okay. So that would be 4d20. Go ahead and roll them. Also, I'm assuming that you're going to, head move, going to move onto the platform so you're within range to yeet the baseball grenade? Yes. Gotcha. And those are all successes critical. Okay, so that's... Two criticals, one mm-hmm. and two regular successes. So that's a grand total of six successes. Okay. So you have four extra successes. Would you like to spend any f- as extra damage or would you like to put some into the pool or how would you like to split that up? Hmm. Because each uh, additional success gives you an action point, which you can and you can use an action point to get an extra combat die. And you said that I've got four additional successes? That is correct. I'll put two into the um, um, damage and two into the combat pool. All right. So the uh, combat pool for the players is at two action points, and you're going to be rolling your damage dice plus two extra damage dice. Which is, if I can have a brief reminder of what that is, because my sheet is not pulling up. Unfortunate. The combat dice for explosives and i believe i have vicious on top of mine they are indeed vicious because you have the demolitions expert (laughs) i like to provide the boom boom stick that you do and as a and a baseball grenade's damage is five so with two extra dice you'd be rolling seven combat dice okay so 76 2, 4, 6 7, 8 That is a grand total of 8 points of damage Uh, Good doctor You are getting ready to pull out uh, whatever weapon you may think that you need to handle these uh Red roaches, and you're just like, oh, don't worry, I've got. And then you just see Chanel throwing a baseball grenade, arcs, 
rolls around closer to the red roaches and boom. And now there are not red roaches, but a number of red roach corpses. Oh, fair enough. Are they even Good recognizable time. as red roach corpses at this point? Uh, there are pieces, you know. And guts. And guts. And a couple charred legs. Not much else. See, I told you I had five of them. Now I got four. That is indeed how math works. Yes. But that makes said, me the fourth smartest person in town. You said five bullets. Those are not bullets. Those are my bullets. No. Carter, you uh, might be a little bit shaken up because while you weren't hit by that blast, that was still quite close to you. Yeah, that was that was very close. Don't worry, uh, Carter. I got real good aim. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I still got all my limbs. Hey, that's a major success on my behalf. <laughs> that should be the expected outcome, no? Yes, at least that is what one would hope. Uh, if it is not hoped, well, then... I'd be concerned why our group is trying to kill each other. And Carter will start heading back to the uh, the truck. Listen, uh, the shack up there has got a dead guy and the rad roaches were eating him. Uh, might be something of value in there. I'll go check it out. But I think that's about it for around here. Looks like he was probably scavenging before they ate him. You all can take a look around. You do see that there are still a few cars and trucks. It looks like he didn't get to. So if you wanted to scavenge a little bit, you probably could and probably find at least a little bit here and there. Scavenging um, time. Uh, there. You said there are cars and trucks? Yes, there are a few uh, cars. There looks to be a cargo. The main ones that, really pay, that you really pay attention to, it looks to be a cargo truck. Similar mm -hmm. to this one, but well, fully dilapidated to the point of be, being beyond repair. But there might be something you get from it. There looks to be a looks to be a sort of military transport vehicle, mm -hmm. and it looks like a sedan that uh, he was working on but didn't get to fully finish. Mm -hmm. I can uh, I can do some searching. I'm not not the best at it, but I can try. I can probably get us into that military vehicle. If anyone would like to go ahead and uh, do basic scavenging, I would take a roll of perception and uh, survival. If you're going to look around the uh, little shack itself, uh, I will take a, a roll for that as for that place as well. I guess Carter's going to head to the shack because he's halfway there already. Fair cool. enough. I'm going car. I'm going car park dumpster diving. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's scavenge in this fucker. One right. success with the scavengings. Already, so Carter's got one success at the little shack. Two successes. Uh, one success. Uh, like I see you. You haven't rolled. I did. Did it not? No, it does Slash me. roll, not slash R. Uh, 
Listen. Listen. Yeah. I'm listening. I'm, I am not technology, tech, technologically adept, okay? <laughs> okay. Two successes. Okay. There you go. So, uh, with the combined efforts of uh, the good doctor and Chanel, you managed to find some stuff. Iris, you don't find too much uh, just from the cars themselves, but you do find that the cargo truck is locked. Oh, well, not for long. It's locked. All right. You go ahead and give me a perception and lockpick test. And if you'd like to go ahead and add, a, add the effect of a bobby pin, you can feel free to do so. What does a bobby pin do? It reduces the difficulty of a test by one. Oh, hell yeah. I have a few uh, of those. While you're doing that, Carter, you check out the, sh the shack real quick. Uh, you see that there are uh, basically a whole lot of empty whiskey bottles and open cans of pork and beans. You do find that there is a cupboard that has two doses of Radaway and ten caps worth of just random junk that you could probably put together into like a little uh, parcel and sell all together for just a small little payday. You also find that there was a loose board beneath uh, Sam's, this individual named Sam, because you see like notes to Sam and Sam's like diary pages, that kind of thing all screwed around. It seems like this individual was very much living by himself and talking to himself a lot in his own writings. Uh, you find a loose board underneath his bed that has two bottles of whiskey. It's warm, but uh, it's whiskey, so. Uh, I got... Uh, Ooh. I got three successes. <laughs> okay. Uh, one last thing that, at, that uh, Carter finds is a note in big block letters. Uh, big score. Throw me off. Drove me off. Hire Mercs in Bolton. Oh. He's taking that note and just uh, putting it inside his jacket. Collects everything else in a grocery bag, like Red Apple Grocery or something like that. Yeah, like just Super Duper Mart. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's coming out of a supermarket. <laughs> All right. First off, we're going to go ahead first off with Iris. Uh, easy. Not even a bit of sweat. The the bobby pin just slips in and you just turn and it just immediately pops open. That is uh, going to bring the uh, action points for the pool for the party up to five again. Uh, inside, you see that this was apparently uh, a truck that was going to a department store because there is just all kinds of junk everywhere. Uh, and you find a grand total of uh, 35 units worth of junk. Jesus. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of stuff. All right. Uh, and the good doctor and our good friend Chanel. You are searching through the, the various cars and you find a few things of interest. Uh, 
searching through one uh, truck, you find uh, road leathers, and you also find a set of like rougher overalls that could be that looks like they belong to an engineer. That looks like they've had a little bit of extra like metal plates put onto them to add a little bit of extra armor. You find a uh, unopened can of dog food. You find a grand total of uh, 13 units of junk just from the various cars and the various trunks that weren't opened yet. You also have a choice. Since you got a grand total of three successes between the two of you, you could either find an extra unit of food, two extra units of clothing, a beverage, a ranged weapon, a unit of ammo, or uh, a random chem. You can choose two things. I think that uh, a beverage and a chem would be good. Mm-hmm. Seeing as we're getting mass amounts of pork and beans. <laughs> yeah. All right. The beverage you find in the same uh, little sedan that had the unopened can of dog food, you find a uh, bottle of water. Unfortunately, this does not look to be purified because it's been out just sitting and has gotten dirty and a little bit irradiated. Mmm, yummy. Radiation, my favorite. But, uh, Chanel, you are looking at a truck. They're mm -hmm. just looking around for, like, parts, but it seems like this place is rather rusted out, unfortunately. It looks like it's been basically beaten down by the, by the elements enough to the point where you're not sure you could really get anything of use. But you find a... something odd. You find a handprint in white chalk against the side of uh, the truck that you actually recognize. This is a sign from a uh, one of the tribes that used to come through. This is a sign from uh, the dead horses that, uh, showing uh, a little bit of taboo to this place, but also a one of the digits is longer than the others and points you to a little hole that had been made in like the uh, whale well. Hmm. And you find that there's a pack of healing powder inside of it. Ooh. Uh, hey doc. Hmm? This might make good some of uh, some good use for you. Well, what did you find? Uh, Drugs, but good drugs, healing drugs. I should probably, you know, be a bit more specific. Um, <laughs> indeed, uh, that is very helpful. Um, I did find some water here and a can of dog food. Uh, I will take that can of dog food. Uh, yes, uh, it's highly suggest uh, trying to de radioactivate it though, best as possible. Sure. Carter, you come back to seeing the, everyone basically working through what they've scavenged out. Well, looks like our friend here had some notion of uh, a big score up ahead. 
and some note about uh, hiring mercenaries from Bolton. Maybe that's the people who uh, down the vertebrae, but it doesn't seem likely. That's a pretty hefty piece of equipment. More likely they drew something's attention by coming out here. Mm -hmm. That's my guess anyway. Oh, also one more thing, Carter. If you wanted, you could have grabbed the uh, double barrel shotgun from underneath the corpse, but there were no other shells. It looks sure, like yeah, why not? Trade it. Also, uh, happy birthday, somebody. Yeah. I usually prefer cake with my birthdays to shotguns, but it's a worthy prize nonetheless. We can sell it for caps later. My my assumption, yeah. I don't want it, but hey. We've also got uh, a whole load of shit. Emphasis on the shit. And it's not worth much, unless... Chanel, you can do something with it, I'm sure. Hey, one man's trash is another woman's uh, car park. Now, Doctor, it is it is my understanding that on birthdays, those of German persuasion tend to drink beer, but how about bourbon? Now that, mein guter Mann, is a wonderful idea. I'll put the, the bag in the truck. Uh, doesn't seem like he's particularly worried about Chanel running off with a bunch of stuff since they're all stuck here. Fair enough. There is still the military transport if everyone would like to go ahead and take a look at that. And there's the sedan. Yeah, Carter will take a quick look at the sedan just because it's, you know, nobody's looked at it yet. Um, take a look at a military transport. And I'll come with for the military transport too then. And I'll go okay. with, with the sedan. Okay, so uh, Dr. Hoffman and Iris, you find the uh, military transport contains the skeletons of several soldiers as you open up the back and looks like they were all basically caught in the blast. Uh, their uniforms are in tatters, but you're able to scavenge enough together that you could get one full set of military fatigues. Nothing much else of use here. All the guns that they had were left out to the elements to the point where they're just rusted to shit and basically unusable, unfortunately. Those of you at the sedan, uh, you can see that uh, there are caps near the trunk of the car and the trunk itself looks to be opened, but not fully open, just like similar to the door left ajar. And I would like uh, both of you to give me a roll of perception and either explosives or survival. Hey, yo, that's two successes. That is... Uh, not no successes on my end okay so i uh <laughs> chanel you're like ooh, caps and you go down to like grab one and <laughs> carter you've seen stuff in, like this in the movies before people leaving bushwhacking ambushes and bullshit 
and you stop Chanel right before she looks like she was about to reach and hit a tripwire. That's no, don't don't stick your hand in there. That's this is a bad situation. Somebody set this up. Oh. All right. You saved me from having to uh, patch myself up. Yeah, a couple caps aren't going to be worth uh, losing your hand over. I'm no. going to guess that our scavenger guy saw this, couldn't disarm whatever was in there, decided to leave it well enough alone. Hmm. Chanel, if you would like to try to, to disarm this, you may do so with an agility and explosives test. Or again, if you want to use luck instead of agility, you can spend a luck point. Okay. Carter steps over the medium and ducks. <laughs> Fair enough. Ooh, two failures. Would you like to spend luck points to re-roll? Yes. All right, you can spend a luck point per die you're trying to re-roll here. All right, I'm going to spend two to re-roll both. Okay. Cool, so if you wanted to use some of those, you could. the bots playing games with me. Now it's taking its sweet time rolling. Yeah, of course. Why should anything be easy? Do we notice that uh, good Mr. Carter has ducked behind Median? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you doing? Just, um, Chanel's doing something that I think might explode. You're going to have to be more specific than that. That's about all she does. Yeah. Don't know what you're talking about. I am doing just fine. Um. So, uh, Legacy, it looks like the box re uh, roll. Yeah, the first roll was a 12 and 18, correct from you? No, no. No, that was um, the perception. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, my... uh, yeah, it looks like the bot is being rude. The bot yeah, ate the... your input. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to try and force it to roll, Saul? I can try. Yeah, because my other option is I was just going to break out 2d20. Roll, damn you, roll! Hey! Hey! An eight! An eight passes. All right. So, you work to go ahead and pull this little tripwire and you think you've got it to get it out of the way and then you hear a metallic chink, and you see that you have pulled the tripwire and you see the uh, the pin at the end of it and then you all hear a kaboom well shit <laughs> 
Ooh. Chanel, are you wearing oh. any armor? I am. Okay, uh, what armor are you wearing? Uh, or how much physical uh, damage resistance do you have? Um. Hmm. Let me look. Um, my clothes are, uh, reinforced to give me, um, I think it's three. Let me go ahead and pull up your sheet to see if I can double check that. Yeah, I had it somewhere. Like I said, I don't my my sheet isn't fully pulling up. Or did I not did I not mark that down? I probably didn't mark it down either. Uh Is that for technical difficulties, folks? Yeah. Uh you know what? I didn't put it down on my sheet, so I'll be I'll be fair. I my my uh, I don't have any, so I think I'm dead. Well, I'll oh dear. Fair. Uh, utility overalls would be physical resistance two. Uh, ballistic weave gives an additional plus two. That, yep. Yeah. I think I had mentioned paying to put the ballistic yes. weave on my. Yeah, that before then. Yep, you've definitely mentioned it. Yeah, I remember you mentioning it, but uh, please mark that down on your sheet, please, for future reference. I will when my sheet decides to. Pull. When it decides to be nice. So, thankfully, your arm, your uh, utility jumpsuit reinforced well well reinforced given the money that you have brought in for lily bell having they're just like here you need this so that way you don't get bushwhacked on the road to new vegas and freeside and so on and so forth this still hurts this was a point blank explosion right in your everything and you take four points of damage after the reduction from the uh, armor. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. Doctor who runs again. I'm fine, Doc. I'm fine. Oh, no. Oh, uh. <laughs> I think you decided to set off the alarm with that bomb, number one, and two, you're missing an eyebrow, so I don't think you're quite as fine as you think you are. Ah, it'll grow back hair's hair. <laughs> uh, the eyebrow is the least of her worries, given... Well... <laughs> explosions. Uh, indeed. 
Yeah, Iris, do me a favor and keep an eye on the horizon. If there are people out here within earshot, they're going to have heard that. On it. Stupid pens, stupid wires. Uh, All right. Oh, man. Uh, and he's going to go into full-on triage first aid mode. Alrighty, so are you going to be using utilizing a Stimpak, or are you going to be use, uh, utilizing first aid without the Stimpak, or are you going to be maybe using that uh, healing powder that you got? Uh, we'll try without the Stimpak and healing powder, and if it doesn't seem like it's uh, quite enough to get her backed up to snuff, then we'll go into uh, a second round. The healing powder that definitely isn't cocaine. Definitely not yeah. cocaine. You know. <laughs> yeah. Carter's going to give him a hand, because Carter does have medicine. Okay, we all have medicine. It's a good thing to have. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who are doing the test, uh, Dr. Hoffman, I would like a role of intelligence and medicine. Uh, I, Carter, if you're going to be aiding him, I would like a role of intelligence and medicine with one die to add to his successes with your own skill. Not added for me. No successes. No successes. Okay. Um, all I'm saying is this is slight deja vu for, for Chanel. Might be slight deja vu for Legacy as well. Uh, so, with... Going and I don't like it. Thankfully... The explosion didn't seem to be too much in way of fragmentation. It seemed to just be more concussive, like a lot more of the of the actual force of the explosion rather than any sort of shrapnel that would go out to like embed itself into Chanel. So it seems like it's mostly just bruised her really badly. And with just a little bit of bandaging and and taking care of uh, what bruises she has. And you were able to uh, help her recover two of her hit points back, so she's just two hit points down. Thanks, Doc. That's yeah, welcome. It's not the first time I doubt it will be the last. With me? I did say I am the fourth most smart... I'm the fourth smartest person in Mojave, and that ain't saying much, Doc. <laughs> that ain't saying much at all. <laughs> No, no, it is not. <laughs> Carter just takes his pinpoint. No, she ain't maybe fourth smartest the person in the Mojave. I heard that. <laughs> Alrighty then. I'm just gonna have Macy just come to Macy's just gonna make her way to my side and just kind of like plop her head. Um, I assume that I'm like kind of sitting on the ground as uh, as Doc is healing me. She's just gonna come and plop her head on my lap <laughs> and give uh, me the judging eyes. Yep, because uh, she had been back with Carter, just sort of like hanging at the median, just making sure that you didn't blow yourself up. And then when you did bl blow yourself up, she came over to just look at you, just like, "I knew you were gonna blow, your blow yourself up, Mom." <laughs> Little shit. I also just read over the book again on healing. I believe it's they heal up to my rank in medicine, which would be four. That is correct, actually. I apologize. So Chanel is back up to full. Yeah. The only thing that's bruised is my ego. 
Well, thankfully we have whiskey, which should provide armor for that. Yes, in- indeed. Well, it had to have drank it before blowing herself up. Yeah, see, it, it only provides me um, a resistance to damaged ego if I'm already drunk going into the explosives because then I can blame it on the drinking. On Not that, that it'll help you forget. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Sure. Let me drink a bunch of whiskey and booze before we go and hop in my truck again. That is just good news the entire time. Nine, nine. Uh, that is verboten. Doctor's orders. Don't drink and drive, kids. This has been an HHS uh, uh, message. Don't drink and drive. This or you'll is end up like Chanel. <laughs> the more you know. Anyway, let's get uh, let's get back on the road. <laughs> Find somewhere where Chanel can drown her sorrows and yeah, we gotta get hopefully out. forget about get out of this kill box here. I take the bottle caps now that the car is exploded. Now that the car is exploded, you you take the ten bottle caps that were scattered around to entice people to come over. Yep, and then I spit in the car. <laughs> you spit on what's left of the car. Yeah, yeah, there's not much. Yeah. Alrighty. So, uh, I would like another roll of perception and pilot from Chanel, please. Two successes. All right. Uh, with, despite the fact that your wounds are tended to, you're still a little bit just sort of shaky and your ears are ringing a little bit because that was an explosion right at you. But you're able to power through it. And as you drive, the ringing goes away. Thankfully, it seems like you've got a good bit of stuff, even despite the explosion, from all the scavenging you did, all the uh, work that uh, you all found stuff in the shack and around it that even if you don't get paid super well from the uh, scribe or whatever you might find at the vertebrate, you still got a decent bit of stuff that you could make selling money or taking back as parts for Lily Bell. Turn on the radio in the car um, uh, to to the sweet, sweet tunes of whatever it is that... uh, is regulated by uh by mr uh mr house himself uh, you've got two options you've got you can either listen to a new vegas radio or you could listen just listen to the mojave music radio uh let's throw on the sweet sweet tunes of the mojave radio and as you turn it on it is uh beginning uh peggy lee's rendition of johnny guitar This one's my favorite. <laughs> and that's legally as much as we're allowed to say. It is yeah. indeed. So, you are driving along and you see a, a uh, makeshift sign saying uh, dry gulch within five miles. And which is very easy for you to get to, very quick to get to, given the fact that you're on a truck. Uh, something not many people in the Mojave are able to say that they have access to easily enough. And as you get there, you 
are getting closer and you're hearing sounds of fighting. Not gunfire, but you hear the occasional sound of an explosion and you also hear the retort of laser weaponry. Dr. Hoffman, you're definitely picking out the sound of laser weaponry, especially laser rifles uh, going off. Alright. That would be the Brotherhood. This will be interesting, I'm sure. Uh, I would suggest if you are uh, amicable to it, that we approach with some stealth. Going in guns blazing might not be the best into an active war zone. Can do, Doc. Can do. Mm. So, Chanel, are you wanting to drive fully into the uh, active war zone, or are you wanting to stop a little bit outside of it and everyone pile out and go on foot so that way the truck doesn't get shot up? Unless my truck has reinforced armor, which I highly doubt it does, I think it's the logical uh, thing to um, park a little bit a ways away. Yeah, as it is a more of a merchant transport than uh, meant for anything else, especially given the fact that most of your trips are shorter and just between like the 188 and and back to uh, Lily Bell or from Lily Bell at furthest up to Novak. Yeah, you're not exactly very well armored. So you go ahead and park and everyone piles out and everyone who wants to go ahead and head closer uh, give me a roll of agility and sneak, and it is getting dark—not dark enough that you're that uh, you're going to have trouble seeing, but dark enough that uh, if anyone had say the ghost perk, it would oh, come gee. into play. Oh, jeez! Rut row. Oh, jeez, Rick. Uh, none. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend three luck points to reroll two of those. Okay. Yeah, I got two. Okay. You know, I don't think I'm the type that uh, should be going and trying to sneak around and everything. Uh, I got the truck for a reason. Uh, Y'all have fun. A success. All right. So, a success from Iris, two successes from Carter, the Doctor, and Chanel. Bubkiss. Uh, Chanel, Chanel is not sneaking. <laughs> yep, hence Bubkiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are getting a good bit closer, uh, and you can see the vertebrate, or rather, the complete mangled wreck of the vertebrate. You see that basically the only thing that is working still is the, is like a floodlight that is being used to sort of point out where the threats are. And you see that there are currently two individuals. Uh, they look to be wearing the fatigues of a, of uh, Brotherhood of Steel Knights 
They don't have power armor, but they are wearing the uh, slightly armored, like, Brotherhood fatigues. And they are fighting, it looks to be robots. Uh, you see what look to be a grand total of four Protectrons and two iBots. There were also, it looks like, se uh, full-on Sentry bots, but it looks like they got knocked out by uh, heavy uh, sustained fire upon them. There also looks like there are the bodies of a few knights that look like they didn't quite make it. Uh, but you can hear, uh, even across Carter's Pip-Boy, you hear, Come on, you scrap heaps! Yeah, you're gonna, you want to take me down? You gotta fucking work for it! And you just see a grenade go up and explode into a, what looks to be a sort of, like, staticky field. And you see an Ivok drop as it got hit by a pulse, as it got hit by the pulse grenade. So it looks like there nice, are four nice. Protectrons and one Ivok. Uh, currently. I will let our two stealthy individuals go ahead and take their turns first as they work, are working to stealth upwards. Uh, you all are a grand total of three zones away from the uh, vertebrate crash. The two of the Protectrons are about two zones away from you, one of the, and two of the Protectrons are one zone away from you. They are working to slowly make their way forward as uh, Robco did not seem to make Protectrons with the sense of speed in mind, but they are advancing towards the wreckage and blasting with their uh, handheld uh, laser weapons. And the iBot is also uh, blasting as well. The iBot is two zones away from the lot of you. Uh, Carter's going to head towards the ones that are further away rather than closer. Okay. Like the, the ones that are two zones rather than one zone from us. Okay, so you're able to move one zone for free. And if yep. you want to use your uh, major action to move another zone, you're able to get into position. That would not leave you an action to attack unless you spent two action points to get an extra major action. That's or, fine, or but I'm stealthed, so... And, and one action point to take an extra minor action. Yeah, you could also spend one ex uh, action point to take another minor action. All right. Uh, so if you wanted see. to say, like, aim at another one of them? Yeah. A, I'll spend an action point to, to start aiming at one of the Protectrons. Okay, and that would make it so that when you do actually attack that Protectron, you will get a free reroll of one die. Iris. Um, gonna go after one of the ones that's one range band away. Okay, are you going to go ahead and uh, attack it, or would you like to go ahead and aim and then uh, attack? Gonna aim, then attack. Okay, or would you like to spend any of the action points from the pool? How many are we at? I believe we're currently at five because people were were uh, banking, get, uh, earning them a lot and then banking them as opposed to utilizing them. Uh, Y'all mind if I spend one? Of course. All right, well, uh, we're going to go ahead and just... Uh... Use the free reroll from aiming for that uh -huh. uh, application. Okay, so that's... Uh... Four successes total. Okay. Protectrons, not hard to hit. 
not quite as small as Radroach's or dodgy at all. You're able to ping it uh, very easily with two extra successes. Would you like to put the put those into the pool to bring yourself up to the maximum for the action point pool, or would you like to go ahead and use those for uh, extra dice for damage? Um. So I would like to um, uh, take him as extra damage dice, uh, and then would okay. y'all mind if I spend another one for uh, an extra another extra damage die. Oh, actually, I, I apologize. I just looked at the sneak attack rules. They're at defense zero for the sneak attack. Oh. And the da and all damage that you deal is considered vicious. Uh -huh. So fives and sixes will deal two extra damage. I, I was aware of that. All right. Um. Well, in that case, uh, four extra damage dice. And would y'all mind if I took one for another one? Because I've got accurate. They're there to be spent. Not oh, sorry. Okay, so that's one, two, three, four, five. Now, effects trigger all effects? Uh, yes. So, like, if it was, if you had a vicious and uh, armor piercing, each effect would deal an extra point of damage and pierce through a point of armor. All right, cool. So, it just so happens that I do uh, have both piercing and vicious because it's a sneak attack. So, that's uh, one, two, three. Uh, looks to be 11 points of damage, piercing for 11 three points of armor. piercing three, yeah. Oh, dear God. Please roll 1d20 for me to see where you hit it on the robot. All right. Three. A three hits it, and it's May in the, uh, like, main torso-ish area of the robot. Okay, and uh, <laughs> so you shoot this robot, and you see that it generally has very thick armor, but you hit it just at the right spot to hit, like, uh, where the actuators are in it, and it just, like, <laughs> and just falls over like someone tipped over a refrigerator. <laughs> and then... You, the ro the robots all stop firing for a second. It's like new threats detected, and I would like to everyone to remind me what the initiative is. I know Iris is going first. I'm on fifteen, but I'm just taking aim. Of course. And then the doc and I are both at twelve. Yep. Excellent. Uh, if you can believe it, the initiative for the robots not fantastic. Not great. Not what? great. Imagine that. So, Iris, uh, it's your turn again, because you're first up in the initiative <laughs> order. So now there are a grand total of three Protectrons and an iBot. Uh, we'll take aim at the other Protectron that was one range band away. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm going to reroll that 16. All right, that's two successes, which I believe is enough to hit. Two successes is indeed enough to hit. It only has a defense of one, so you get an extra success mm -hmm. as well. All right. 
which you can use for extra damage or to put it into the pool. Yeah, we're taking damage. Well, one, two, three, four, five. That's another 11. Uh, piercing three again. Well, does it count? Oh, wait, as... No, I'm sorry. You don't have the vicious. Yeah. yeah, so it's only eight piercing three. Uh, eight piercing three. Uh, roll 1d20 to tell me where you hit it again. A nine will hit it. Leave in the torso. Uh, the arm. Uh, the nine hits it in the arm, and you see that arm just fully fly off in a uh, gout of sparks and electricity just like error, 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 error. And it now does not have one of its uh, arms, so it loses one of its laser weapons. It's still up, but you can tell that it is very much malfunctioning and having troubles with the how much damage you've dealt to it so quickly. All right, that's my turn. Alrighty, Carter, you have taken aim and you are looking at a uh, Protectron that is slowly spinning back around and it's, and it's like, new thrust detect, and it stops uh, and is looking at you, but you're able to squeeze off a shot right at it, if you'd be so inclined. Double tap to the head. Alrighty, are you utilizing more ammunition to deal extra damage to this? I certainly am. And are you utilizing any of the action points to get extra dice? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, okay. All right, that looks like, uh... I will re-roll the second roll with my aim, so I get two successes, one of which is critical. Okay, so that's three successes total. That gives you two extra... That gives you two action points to utilize if you want to put them into the pool or deal extra damage. Oh, we're dealing damage. Okay, so how much ammunition are you... Go how much of your fire rate are you going for? I'm going for two bullets, so... All right, so that'd be an extra point of damage as well from that. So go ahead and roll all that beautiful damage. All right. I think that's eight. Uh, I believe so, yes. Eight, eight. You rolled an eight. I certainly <laughs> did. Oh. Uh, okay, so that's... um. Hold on. Looks like 11 to me. Like 11. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's 11. Um, Would you please roll me uh, 1d20 to, tell me to see where we hit the robot? Oh, no, I hit him in the head. Oh, you already did, yeah, because you got the... Uh, yeah, vats. Beautiful thing, vats. You hit it in the head, and you see the entire, like, top armored casing that protects the central uh, uh, processing unit just completely fly off. The armor is completely and utterly gone, and it looks like the bullet tore through some really important parts in the central processing unit, and it looks like it is going completely and utterly ballistic. It doesn't look like its targeting sensors are working anymore, and it looks and... You've seen a, uh, this happen in another one of the more like attack of the ro of the robots towards the people sort of type flicks, and this it looks like this is going berserk and may attack its allies. Good for it. 
it's still up, but uh, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be having a rough time. It just sort of like sights down, swell. Yeah. And now it is on to Chanel and the good doctor. At this point, the doctor is going for a full sprint. Uh, you said the Vertibird and the two Brotherhood of Steel knights are three spaces away? They are three zones away, yes. Uh, sprinting to one zone away and then doing the minor action to move. Uh, drawing him and then being ready to deliver first aid to whoever is the most injured. Okay, so you uh, doing all of that will take up your entire minor action and major action unless you spend uh, a point. It spent two action points to give yourself a major action to actually go ahead and do the medicine now. Uh, the sprint is a major, the move is a minor, the drawing a chem is a minor, and then delivering first aid is a major. Yeah, so that would be a, that would be a grand total of three action points you'd spend to do, to do all of that. Okay, I thought we had two per fight. It's only one per round. Uh, I see. Ah, you can't take more than one movement action per turn. Okay, never mind. Yep. Yeah, when you can sure. get there, I'll let you go ahead and I'll I'll give it to you that you can go ahead and get there. You just can't do the medicine yet. Yeah, well, he'll get there and hunker down and ask. All right, which one of you is my hat? And they just point at each other because they uh, you can see that this is very much the like ego of not wanting to say that they're wounded. Despite the fact they're both looking quite beat up and laser burned. All right, I'll worry about that next time then. Yep. Chanel. All right, let's go. Um, how they just just at proximity speaking. Let's say I were to throw a bomb. <clears throat> OK, so you can throw a grenade that would hit uh, the one. There is one protectron that is one unit away that's in like perfect zone for your for you to go ahead and throw a bomb to take to take it out easy mm -hmm. there is two protectrons and an ibot two zones away if you wanted to move one unit closer but you'd also hit carter uh, gosh darn it all right fine i'll hit the i'll um i'll go for the one i guess i'll keep my ally safe this time you only get one a season. <laughs> you only get the one. Uh, is that one for the group or one for each person? Yes. <laughs> Those were mutually exclusive. <laughs> That's for me to know and for you to find out. <laughs> How much we rub her back then? <laughs> um. Now I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna baseball grenade the um the the one that's closest to me. Okay, go ahead and roll me your perception and explosives, please. Okay. Um, one of those is a success. I would like to burn a luck point to reroll the the, the 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 other one. Okay, go ahead.
two successes. Alrighty, uh, is that within, uh, underneath your tag skill, or is that a... Um, explosives is not a tag skill. Oh, okay. Then yeah, that is two successes. That <laughs> hits, giving you one extra action point that you can add to the damage of this explosive. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and roll that beautiful kaboom damage. Alright, I believe that for me is... Yep, that is... 5d6? Uh, 6 with the six extra one six, extra right. Point. Right, right. 6d6? Yep, yep, yep. Oh my god! And they're vicious! And it's vicious, so that's... <laughs> so each one of those deals 2 points of damage. Mm-hmm. So that's 12 damage. Uh, there was a robot, and now there's slag. <laughs> there's just scrap everywhere as, it, as a baseball grenade rolls to be, like, right at the robot's feet. And then you can see it just, like, bend its torso down, and you just hear, uh-oh. And now there's no longer a robot within range, uh, there anymore. There was a robot within range. Um, hmm. You can use your minor action to uh, aim if you wanted to throw a grenade further along, or you could go ahead and move on up and maybe duck behind a little bit of... Maybe, like, even go prone behind the scrap of that robot to give yourself a little bit of cover from any retaliatory lasers. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna duck and cover. Okie dokie, so you just run forward and just full-on, like, baseball slide your way... Uh, to be behind a scrapped robot. Mm -hmm. Carter. How many are left? There are two Protectrons, one of which is going fully uh, Berserk, and an iBot. The one that is going Berserk, I'm going to roll to see if it hits it, if it uh, aims at you, or if it aims at its friends. I also note that Iris goes first. Uh, well, I know, this is, this is their turn, and they're oh, retaliating oh. to you because you're right, in right. range. Yeah, that's fair. I had it coming. With two complications, it's going after its buddy. Hey, yo. That hits. It deals that much damage. So you see it just turn and just completely light up its buddy. Like it just pours everything into it. And you can see that it is just melting the armor with how much laser is going at this uh, other robot's torso. And it looks like it's it's taking a lot of damage but it's still up at the moment the other robot is going to fire back because it, it now because it now has lost the uh friendly tag for it so now they're just basically fighting each other going full robot wars here and also deal a decent bit of damage to it the ibot however since it is not being fired at is going to turn and fire at you my friend so be it some battle bots going on over here. 
Yep. We have invented Rock'em Sock'em robots. With lasers. Could you please remind me what your defense is? Is it one or two? My defense is... Let me open my sheet. Uh, my defense is one. Okay. Because I think it's only two if you have agility nine or higher. That is correct. Yeah, it's only one. All right. It does, in fact, hit you and is going to deal a, uh, a little bit of energy damage to you. I believe your suit is uh, ballistic weave to, the, to have extra armor for both physical and energy damage. That's correct. Okie dokie. And note, that includes my hat. It does, in fact, include your hat. And let's see where it hits you. Does it hit you in the hat? It does not. It just hit, it hits you uh, like square in the tie. And even your tie is thankfully oh! uh, synth we, uh, synthetic uh, weaved to the point where it is armored. And the blast is like, you mostly feel the concussive blast. You feel a little bit of the heat. But thankfully, your your suit is armored enough that it takes the brunt of it. But you still feel like a little bit of that intense hit. It's it's like getting shot while he having body armor on you. It doesn't hit you, but it still hurts. So you take anime one style, point of damage. Anime style steam rising. Yeah, you take one point of damage, uh, and that's about it. Good tailoring. Yep. Iris, uh, but you can see that. Uh, now there are two robots that are fighting each other and one iBot who just shot Carter, but Carter is fine despite just being in a suit. Please. And it is your go because the uh, Brotherhood Knights are a bit busy being confused as to the doctor having just shown up. It's like, who needs medical attention? And they just were busy pointing at each other. All right, I'm going to move up and I'm going to shoot at the iBot. Alrighty. So you moved up, so you are one zone away. It is within range. It is smaller, so its defense is two. Ooh, that's rough. So uh, never mind, it doesn't matter. I hit. Because that's two successes, because it's tag skill. It sure is. Would you like to use any action points from the pool to go ahead and deal some extra damage? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Three, uh, four, Pearson, one. All right. Four damage, Pearson, one. Uh, you hit it pretty well. Let's see. Another thing I would like to remind people is if they see their damage dice and they don't like how they rolled up, they can spend a luck point to roll up to three to re-roll up to three of the damage dice to see if they can get better results from them. So like those that those two threes and the four that Iris rolled, if you wanted to spend a luck point, you could re-roll them to try to get some extra damage. 
I'm good. Okay. Oh, you can only spend action points on melee or throne attacks. Do what? For damage. Uh, mm, I'd like to think that action points would go for guns as well, so I'm just going, so we're just going to politely ignore that moment. That is your prerogative, certainly. Yeah. Alrighty, so you did hit the iBot, and it does look like it is, like, trying to basically stay in the air, but it's having trouble, and it looks like it can't even barely aim anymore. Carter, you've got BattleBots going on, but you also see the iBot that had the audacity to shoot you. Oh, iBot, you're catching some. Roll it. He will aim first. Fair enough. I will re-roll that 19. Fair enough. Well, one success. Unfortunately, the iBot required a grand total of two successes to hit. That is the way it goes sometimes. Indeed. Next up is the good doctor and Chanel. Uh, Carter, would you like to go ahead and spend a, a uh, action point to move out of the way so that way Chanel doesn't sh- doesn't yes. blow you up? Yes, because I already had my once. That's true. You uh, you look and you see Chanel priming another grade. You're like, oh no, and you just book it. Yep, behind a rock. Yep, Chanel. You're now in a uh, target-rich environment without r- risk of hurting your friends. Oh, and Maisie's very Maisie, excited. Maisie, calm down, girl. Calm down. It's okay. <laughs> um, all right. I'm gonna uh, light up. Uh, I'm gonna light up another another one of these baseball bad boys and toss it over in hopes that I can hit a couple more targets. Go ahead and roll it, and if you'd like, spend some action points to get some extra dice, if you want. An extra an point. That'll come out eventually. And, um, uh, and get one extra die. Okie dokie. No! Uh, luck points uh, I have left. Um, yeah, I'd rather not die today via my own stupidity. Um, I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna spend two luck points to re-roll that 17. Okie dokie. Okay, um, that is one, uh, one success. Okay, so this will hit the, uh, Protectrons. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the iBot is so small that it is able to basically just float up away from the blast. Uh, that's fine. If I can get two, then that's good enough for me. Okie dokie, go ahead and roll the damage of your explosives. Yep. I 
believe that's th three. No, I don't know. I'd... Uh, so fives and sixes are one plus they trigger an effect, which in this oh, case okay. is vicious. vicious. So they're each so, two. Yep. Eight. Eight. Eight successes. Uh, yep. So those protectrons that were fighting each other and got them to the point where they were getting close enough to each other that they were basically full on rock'em sock'em roboting at each other, just boom, 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 are uh, now they're scrapped. And uh, this time I'm gonna jump up and try to catch um, the the little one's attention. All right, uh, give me a quick roll of charisma and speech. Just be like, hey, hey, I'm right over here, and I'm vulnerable. Your attack. And uh, give yourself an extra die because Maisie is going to be parking along with you. Yes, my little companion, my little asshole. <laughs> she was she was practicing just a couple seconds ago. You see, uh, she's a little loud. It's correct. Um, uh, that is a critical success because speech is a tagged skill for me. There you go. So two successes. The iBot is definitely focusing on you now. Good doctor, what you doing? What are your names, knights? One moment as I pull back up the names I had for them. Knight Hel- The one that uh, looks a little bit more senior says, Knight Helen Layton. This is- This is a uh, Knight Arthur, and he looks- He's like, Sup? Ow! God! And he looks like he's got a, uh, uh, laser burn like right in the chest area. Bathical and turns and instantly goes to jab Arthur with uh, the Stimpak for first aid. Alrighty, go ahead and make that beautiful medicine roll for me, please. Uh, one success. Okay, one success is enough that uh, you will... I believe the Stimpak's healing is added to your healing? I believe so as well. So that'll heal a lot, because Stimpak's already heal a decent chunk. Uh, four. And then Stimpak's part of the action, they restore that. Does that tell me enough? Give me the page number, damn it. Uh, 170. First impact, anyway. Yep, there we go. Okay. Looks like it can uh, instantly heal four hit points or can be added to your medicine roll, healing an additional four hit points. So it does a total of eight healing then. So that knight looks just he's like, ow! Whew, damn, that always hits good. Thanks, Doc. All right. You're next. As he turns to Helen, but does not continue the action just yet as he needs to draw another stim back. Fair enough. 
Uh, as you're doing that, uh, Knight Arthur turns and will fire at the iPod. And hit. And because the iBot is already so damaged enough, he is able to bring it down in a uh, sputter of sparks. And what was a loud and very intense battlefield soon goes completely and utterly quiet. Aside from uh, off in the distance, the radio is still playing uh, the final last thrums of Johnny Guitar. And that is where we are going to end it for the evening, picking up next time with the aftermath of the fight at Dry Gulch. Mm-hmm.